This is Among the Stacks, produced by the Allen County Public Library in Scottsville, Kentucky. The podcast where you learn what we're reading and recommending in the library news. Hey everybody, it's Miss Amanda. And this is Miss Chelsea. And today it's a new episode for our podcast, Among the Stacks, and we are highlighting Women's History Month. Yay! Yay. Oh, women! (laughs) (laughs) So I think first, before we dive into Women's History Month, we'll talk about some library news. So Chelsea, what news do you have to share that the library's got going on right now? Don't have a lot of new stuff, but we are in the middle of our uh, Quilty Pleasures video series that we've got going on. And just tell um, me something. Who came up with that name? Quil- you did. Quilty Pleasures. <laughs> you did. It was your idea. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, but we still have kits available for that. And we've got, uh, I think, one more video. But you can work on that at your own pace if you haven't been following us for the past couple weeks so don't let that discourage you if you want to participate it's just gonna a little craft to walk you through the basics of quilting so check that out if you are interested in that awesome my mother-in-law she sent me a text message and she was like can you get me a quilt kit and I was like yeah and she's like I didn't know that y'all did this kind of stuff and I was like well what do you think we do all the time she's like yeah (laughs) she's like Avi can learn too and I was like you can learn too so it was really neat I love when people find new things at the library does yeah so she's she's she babysits during the day and she's like I'm gonna do some stuff for me while the kids are sleeping I was like well you should you should that's a good thing (laughs) Um, On my end, we have partnered this week with Kentucky Farm Bureau to uh, Mm -hmm. highlight Ag Week. So Ag Day was this past Tuesday, and we have a special video up on our YouTube channel, and it's just titled uh, Ag Day. So if you want to check that out, you can. We've got a special book that we read this week for that. And Farm Bureau, they donated some bags for the children of Scottsville and Allen County with a coloring book and some other things. So if you want to grab a bag, come to the library and pick one of those up as well. There's plenty of bags. So they, they really gave us few. lots of bags. <laughs> yeah, we would love for you to take those off our hands. Yep. Okay. Not a lot of news this month right now, but we are getting ready for spring. And getting ready for summer reading. We're kind yes. of all been planning on that the past couple of weeks, working yeah. out programs and stuff. Oh, I will share okay. that uh, one highlight of the adult summer reading program that I think is going to be fun, but also kind of funny how it came about. We are going to do um, a Zumba class because... Oh, yeah, this is good. Our uh, theme is Tales and Tales. So we are going to shake our tails mm-hmm. in a Zumba class. And our very own mayor is going to be the teacher and instructor for that class, which I think is just we so funny. <laughs> it's amazing. going to be a good time. So keep that in mind if you are... Thought of thinking about joining our summer reading program for adults, that'll be a fun time. Hopefully we can have it inside. If not, maybe we'll have it outside somewhere. But yeah, that is something that is in the works for summer reading. I think those, you know, fitness classes and little yoga things that we do periodically, they're always well attended. So I think yeah. that should be really good for the library and our community to take part in. Mm-hmm. And David's so fun and, you know, just always willing to go the extra mile for our community. So yeah, one Wonderful. I'm looking forward to that. It'll be a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah. What are you reading, maybe, Chelsea, besides women's history stuff? We'll do that real fast. Are you reading anything oh. else right um, now? I am. Let me check my little app here to see what I it's called. I have my app, too, <laughs> handy, just because my brain is so done by the end of the day. 
I've, I've got like seven books that I'm, it says that I'm reading. But, oh, my um, gosh. <laughs> the Furious Hours, it's um, a true crime book. It's about this man in Alabama who mm-hmm. it was a preacher man, and they accused him of be- using voodoo to kill people. But really, he was just like a person who killed people for insurance fraud. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> but but um, Harper Lee, who wrote To Kill a Mockingbird, she was going to write a book about this, but never published it. So it's kind of about how how the true crime happened and mm-hmm. how she investigated this story. So that's one book that I'm reading right now. I did read that. I forgot about it. I read yeah. it last year and it is good. It's very just like, oh, what a terrible man. Yeah. But I'm reading. Gruesomely kills people. And then everyone's like, how, who did this? I know. We can't prove it that he did it, but we're pretty sure he did it. But they just <laughs> but- live their life around him. Like everything mm-hmm. is just hunky dory. They're just like, stay away from him. <laughs> <laughs> don't be too. But then like, and I don't want to give too much away, but like, yeah, he's this terrible person and all these, you know, there's evidence that, yeah, he has done it, but still women are gravitated towards him. And I'm like, why? Why? <laughs> Stop it. Okay. I'm reading Before and After. It's a, well, I'm listening to the audiobook from Libby, uh, and it's the incredible real life stories of orphans who survived the Tennessee Children's Home Society. Oh, yeah. And it's by Judy Christie and Lisa Wingate. So there are so many books about like that type of. Mm-hmm thing that happened back in the day yeah and I think Lisa Wingate wrote a story wrote a book called before we were yours and it's a Uh fictional book and so this is based off of that book and then the true circumstances of the individuals in that book so it's really really good but oh that woman who you know pretty much child trafficked all these children to be adopted it was just awful so Mm. so like she stole children from people well she kind of talked people into selling their children to her and then poor poor families poor families and we you know awful circumstances she took advantage of their situations and then uh, you know she found these other you know families who have this desire to have a child and she sells these children for way more than what she bought them for and Oh, it's just awful. But anyway, what a dark time. I didn't mean to get all dark and sad. That kind of ties in a little bit to my book. My book. My um, women's history book that I haven't quite finished. (laughs) (laughs) Kelsey's unprepared. I'm a little unprepared, but I'm in the middle of it. It's not like you're okay. Because you don't want to give the whole book away. So it's going to be good. I'm going to just give you enough to tease you because that's all I know. Well, do you want to go ahead and just, you know, segue into Women's History Month? We can start talking about that. I'll let you go. So um, the book that I chose to read for this uh, episode is called Home for Erring and Outcast Girls by Julie Kibler. And it centers around this um, women's home in Texas in the 19, like 1900-ish. And um, it is called, let me think of what it's called baraka home for airing women industrial home for airing women is okay. what it's called so they take in women and it was kind of revolutionary at the time because usually if an unwed woman or um a battered woman or whatever type of woman uh, uh airing woman mm-hmm. as they're called in the story um they would usually be taken in but they would have to give up their children in order to be um kind of rescued but in okay. this house the women are allowed to keep their kids so like your story they were 
bought, the children's right. were bought. But at these homes, they were typically given away, mm-hmm. taken away from the mothers and given to like families. Right. So um, it kind of goes back and forth between the women who were there at the time. One girl is named Lizzie and the other is Maddie. And they kind of have really difficult lives. They're like 19 and 23 is how mm-hmm. old they are. And one girl, she is poor. She was, I think, kicked out of her home. I'm not sure what's happened with her yet, but she was a drug addict and um, a sex worker. And she had this child and um, she's in jail. And the women of the home, they come and rescue her out of jail and they kind of detox her and rehab her. And um, in the home, she also meets the other girl named Maddie. And she comes to the home because she had just kind of fallen into sex work. She was kind of at her um, the end of a rope mm-hmm. and she had a son and the son dies when she gets to the house. Oh. So she's dealing with grief and they're dealing with their past and their traumas and all that at this home. And they strike up this really good friendship and it kind of follows them and how they deal with their past and how they kind of come out of that. But then in the present time, there is a librarian. Oh, and, yay. <laughs> Yeah. And she works at the archives in a Texas university because it's kind of in that same area. Mm-hmm. And she's kind of unraveling this story as she's searching the archives and she's dealing with her own personal issues. Okay. So it kind of flips back and forth and you find out about the hard times that they've had. Mm-hmm. And then, um, how they kind of overcome, overcome all of that stuff. So I just really uh, wanted to do this one because of the history of that kind of place. It's not always been a happy side right. of women's history, you right. know, um, t- their children taken away from them and um, just kind of cast out of society. Mm-hmm. And they talk, um, the people that they encounter when they're trying to get to the house, they're like, oh, are you sure you want to go to that house? Like, are you sure right. that you're that kind of lady? Like, who's right. where the nice, the nice ladies don't go there. Right. But um, it's just an interesting story of an interesting aspect of women's history. Right? I love that. Yeah, yeah. It's perfect. So whenever you do finish the book, you'll have to tell me how it ends and things like okay. that. Okay. okay. Just don't tell everybody that way. <laughs> Everyone can read can it on me. You can come up to me at the front desk and I'll tell you. So are you did you <laughs> check that out like as a hard copy at the library or did you I use have your the app? hard copy and I also I've been flipping back and forth like whatever I have time to do. If I'm in the car, I'll listen to the audio. If I'm in bed about to go to sleep, I'll read the book. I so do the same thing. I'm kind of going back and forth. Awesome. Well, I read um, and I did finish my book because I did my homework. <laughs> Overachiever. <laughs> Um, but it was it was like it was a pleasure to listen to. I downloaded the uh, o- the audio book of Dolly Parton's song teller, My Life in Lyrics, and it's by Dolly and Robert K. Orman. And I just love Dolly Parton. Like mm-hmm. she is just this wonderful philanthropist. And of course, she's this huge country music singer. Um, but she's just got a heart of gold to me. And yeah, y'all have seen the videos of my niece who absolutely adores Dolly. And she'll stuff her little bra and she just wants to be just like Dolly and she'll sing Jolene until she oh, is red in the face. <laughs> but it is just the sweetest thing. And but, you know, we all have that perception of Dolly as being this bubbly, you know, sunny person. 
Mm-hmm. But it wasn't always the case. She drew, she grew up very poor, um, you know, in Tennessee, in the hills of Tennessee. And she had 11 siblings in this little bitty cabin. So, you know, that it was hard. And I remember in the story, she quoted that um, her mama was all the time having babies. And as the babies were being born later, she would assign a sibling to be kind of like the mother figure of this next baby. Oh my gosh. Can you imagine? <laughs> so like, so Dolly. But they're still babies themselves. But they're still I'm babies sure. themselves, you know. Um, and she talks about, you know, they had a thing, such a thing as birth control back then. But she's like, you know, mama and daddy just didn't believe in that kind of thing. And she talks about finding the diaphragm one time. She's like, well, mama didn't use that, you know, because we have all these, <laughs> we have 11 siblings and stuff. Oh but gosh. she was in charge of this next baby coming up to be born. And his name was going to be, I think, James. And uh, James was born and then James died. And it just killed Dolly because that was her baby, you know, mm-hmm. and she just really suffered from that loss at an early age. And it kind of defined some of these harder songs that she has written over the course of her life. And I think we know the songs, you know, I will always love you. And we know the songs nine to five and things like that. But she's had a lot of other hard songs Mm -hmm. that really dive into sex work, um, suicide and a lot of other subjects that people just don't want to talk about. And especially in country music early on, it was just something that they kind of, you know, steered away from, but she had a quote in her book. It says, I'm not going to limit myself just because people won't accept the fact that I can do something else. And when she was on the Porter Wagner show, he used his man card. That's what I like to say to really try to, turned Dolly into a person that he thought she should be. Mm -hmm. But Dolly, she also has quoted saying, I'm not a feminist. I love men. And I feel like that word is like, you know, a hate towards men. I love men. I I grew up with, you know, a good daddy and good brothers and good uncles, and they shaped who I am today. But I also have enough man in me that I'm not going to let anybody step over me like Porter was trying to do. So, yeah. Excuse me. That was the reason she wrote I Will Always Love You was like the perfect breakup song for Porter Wagner. And that kind of got her away from him because he was just very manipulative and demanding of what she should and shouldn't do. But I just love this book. It was really good. Um, There's lots of other things I could say about it. But how much do you want to hear about Dolly? I mean, I got all kinds of stuff. (laughs) I mean, I didn't read the whole thing, but I had flipped through it. And it is a very interesting how it's just laid out. Like it has the different songs Mm -hmm. and songs that I had never even heard of, which I'm not a huge country music person, but she's just prolific in her writing, like tons and tons and tons of songs. And I just like the different story behind the scenes stories that go along with it. There's one song called The Bridge, and I had never heard it until recently when this band that I used to listen to in Bowling Green re you know remade it and it's called the bridge and i don't know why i had never heard about it before but it's about this romantic rendezvous of this man and this woman and they conceived a child out of wedlock and of course during the time that was just very you know shunned upon and because that you know the family was just so disheartened about what what was happening bridge was after being neglected by the family because they had conceived this child, the woman just commits suicide off this bridge and the music just stops 
at the very end once she could, once she does that act. And so like, mm. that's a hard thing to talk about, you know, but Dolly, she said, I never steered away from those hard topics because I felt like they were given to me for a reason. And why not use that avenue that I've got to relay something hard yeah. for people to really get something out of. Um, but I don't know. That was a really prolific part of that book that I liked. Now I listened to the audio version Mm-hmm. So I think did they play the songs and stuff? Would, not all of them, but I love the audio okay. part because whenever they would go to different sections of the story, you would hear music from Dolly and it was all like an interview kind of process between her and the narrator. And so mm-hmm. Dolly's voice is throughout the whole thing. And I just love listening to her talk, but I think I oh, missed yeah. something from the actual book because the book has got the photographs and the different things. Yeah. So I want to go back to the book and really read those. So maybe check out both. I think, at the same time, I think that would be good. Can. I think that would be yeah. really good. She did mention um, her daddy and how much she just loved him. And he attended school till the third grade and he was illiterate. He could not read. He could not write. And because of his circumstance, um, he was very you know, tenacious and he worked really hard but he also saw the importance of, of education later in life. And because of him, she and him created the Imagination Library, um, which is what we have here. At I know. Yeah. So like she did that for her daddy, you know, and I thought that was so sweet. And, you know, she said, I think that was, you know, more than my music, more than the fame. I think my daddy was mo- most proud of me because of the Imagination Library. And if you don't know what that is, it is a uh, program that children birth through five years of age can register through that program and they can get a free book every month until they're five years old. So they're really. And we have those forms here at the library. Those brochures. Yeah. So you can fill Mm -hmm. those out and your kid's going to get a book every month. And they're good books. Like they're good stories. Some that you've I mean, most that you've heard of probably as you were a young child, but then some newer ones, too. But yeah, I would definitely take part in that. But Dolly, bless her heart. She is just wonderful. I love her. Yeah. Read that book. We all love Dolly. <laughs> it, it, it does look very good. I, good. I, I agree. Even if you're not a country music fan. Right. Because it's, you know, be. it's, it's, it's deeper than that. It's deeper than her music. It's. I always say a good story is a good story, no matter if you're all that interested in the subject matter. Yeah. Like you'll, if it's written well, if it's, you're going to get into yeah. it. So, and she's just got such a rich um, history behind her and why she does yeah. what she does. So, she's just she's mm-hmm. wonderful. Yeah. Um also to kind of I guess wrap up our women's history talk. Mm-hmm. Um on our bookends for the rest of the month, I'm going to have books that are out about women in history. So, they're not necessarily well like the biographies are all women's biographies and um in the fiction section we've got books based on real women's lives so if you're wanting to read a little something we got biographies we got nonfiction, we got fiction anything you want we We got got it it. it's there check it out i did something similar (laughs) in the children's department but i highlighted some kind of different things just because i put i put a little different spin on stuff so i highlighted the sweet child of mine book uh, by guns and roses because i think it just highlights how beautiful a woman can be you know like he's talking to his little girl and he just loves what the woman she's going to be is one day. And I think that's just beautiful. And I've got how to be a superstar wonder woman. And she made a monster, the true story of Mary Kelly and how she created Frankenstein. So just different stuff like that. That's a woman's history. uh, 
I guess, fact yeah. that I didn't know that Frankenstein was written Isn't by that a woman. Wonderful? Like one of the like major like uh, what's that horror? Yeah. I guess genre yeah. authors yeah. is a, a woman. woman. So cool. Yeah. I just want to ask you one more question, real real fast, Chelsea. Okay. Ready? I'm scared. <laughs> so when you are grabbing a new book off the shelf uh-huh. or you're just, you know, looking for something on your Goodreads to what that you want to read, do you okay. gravitate towards a female or a male author? I never pay any attention to a, who the author is. Mm-mm. Sometimes I feel like I gravitate towards a woman, but then I don't know. I don't know. I think I probably do read more women just because um, I think a lot of times you kind of look for something similar to yourself mm-hmm. possibly, but I like, I like women's fiction. So that's um, mostly written by women. Yeah. So I think I'm the same <laughs> I way. I don't know that I really read. I don't know that I really read any authors that are men. <laughs> <laughs> Which is so funny <laughs> because bad. I know we've got some that are like, I ain't women. I'm not going to read anything by a woman author. You know, we've, we've got those yeah. instances too. So I'm kind of like checking myself. Do I need to really try to pay attention oh to well what I'm I do I up. have especially since this podcast I have been trying to like read things that aren't all necessarily in my wheelhouse right. no, not necessarily just you know like I probably wouldn't have picked up this book mm. if it wasn't for the podcast right. not that it didn't look good but I'm just not a big historical yeah. fiction person but um I've been trying to kind of branch out a little bit but i'm looking through my goodreads right now and like women 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 (laughs) women so it's just something to think about because i think i'm the same way i need to try to you know not necessarily that i don't i probably wouldn't like or dislike you know anything by the male author yeah just something i've never never... noticed a difference in writing necessarily Mm -hmm. like well i don't think um i think the men authors that i do read are like nonfiction Mm -hmm. books yeah but like, I do know I love Silas House's books. I love his books. Yeah, I've read his books. Mm-hmm. I, just, I guess it just depends on what's being written, like the the historical context of it or. Well, I'm know. looking through here and I've read Kevin Kwan, who wrote Crazy Rich Asians. Like, I didn't know that that was by man. But <laughs> anyway, like, anyway, just a little off the cuff thing that I was curious about, because I think well, I, do I guess I'll read women, too. I'll try to read some. Men I mean, I'm not telling you you have to. <laughs> saying i'm just saying all right amanda i hear what you're saying gosh oh my goodness all right well i guess that's about it for today thanks for listening to this episode of among the stacks and we will catch you in a couple weeks for our next episode yeah have a great day goodbye you've been listening to among the stacks a podcast produced by the staff of the allen county public library in scottsville kentucky Thanks for listening, and we look forward to seeing you among the stack.